You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Hello, mamas. Welcome to episode 41 of the Effortless Parenting Podcast. I am your host, Monica LaPerinassar. And this week's podcast, I'm excited. We took a bit of a hiatus last week, but we are back in full force talking about all things intuition. Now, this word gets often thrown around a lot, I feel like, and we may often not realize the impact that motherhood has to our greatest superpower. And that's, you know, our intuition. So in this episode, we are going to talk about ways to really tune out in order to tune in to your greatest asset, your greatest uh, gift that we are all born with, and that is our intuition. Now, why this is such a relevant topic and something for you to really explore for yourself, Mama, is how do you tap into your intuition? Do you know what that feels like? And the reason I ask that is because prior to motherhood, I would have said that absolutely super tuned in to my intuition. I follow my gut often. I use my sense to tell me whether something is feels good for me or doesn't. But what was interesting and unexpected was how motherhood could often get us out of our intuition. And why that happens is because, well, pretty much every aspect of motherhood, no matter how many books, how many courses, how much advice you received or exposure you've had to other people's children, (laughs) nothing can prepare you for motherhood. And because we are so radically shifted out of our routines, out of our intuitions, heck, you know, physically we are completely out of whack finding ways to come back home to our bodies, our intuition can go out the door because we are often deferring to experts or other people's opinions about the best way to raise your child, the best way to do X, Y, and Z, what products, what things to avoid, all of the things that end up cluttering and really training us to tune out of our intuition. And I think that this is an important reminder, especially for any new mamas out there who may be stuck in a bit of overwhelm, a bit of, um, you know, just the ability to really tap into the silence, tapping into that voice that you may often dismiss, right? And our intuition gets shaken up with motherhood. It's such a radical change that it may feel perhaps counterintuitive to slow down, to embrace silence, which can be 
such a new concept if you are not used to silence at all. If you don't have a meditation or mindfulness practice, I know I did not prior to motherhood. And so, you know, I did power yoga. That is, there's nothing (laughs) intentional about that. But, you know, I really had a hard time with the silence. And, you know, one way to kind of, you know, start this conversation with yourself is how comfortable are you in the moments of silence? Like if you're having a conversation with someone, are you okay with there being, you know, dead air (laughs) for there being a gap between your dialogue? I know for me, the silence, I would have to fill it. I would fill it every way I possibly could whether that was with a podcast, with music, with conversation, making small talk. Like, think about it. Do you head outside for a walk or just to stand outside anywhere? Maybe even it's to go get a coffee without your device, without something that is stimulating or filling in the silence. That was a huge wake-up call for me when I started to see my toddlers (laughs) come and give me my phone if they saw my phone was further away than arm's length, right? They would be like, Mama, here, you need this. Almost as if my phone had become part of my physical identity and body, right? It's an extension of me because my phone was constantly with me, whether that was for, you know, good purposes of like, having a timer when you're nursing or checking, you know, if you're tracking certain bowel movements to, you know, having your phone just nearby in case you're, you know, expecting your husband or your partner wants to reach you. Anyway, like your phone becomes part of your day-to-day like existence. And I'm not here to talk about tech interventions with you, but this is more of just an observation. I, I welcome you to observe And to really acknowledge whether or not you allow yourself these moments of silence. And why this is relevant and important to your intuition is because how on earth can you tap in to your inner guidance, to that inner voice, to simply check in and see, hmm, what do I need today? How can I better support my mental, emotional, physical health and well-being. Perhaps you're contemplating a a decision. You know, for me, that was going back to a full-time gig after eight years of a mama sabbatical, right? Did I, how did I feel about that? And no amount of external advice was going to fulfill my own desire and need to tune into my intuition, right? And the silence is what allows us the opportunity to check in. Now, intuition also can feel physical, like you can feel physical reactions to this. So I want to bring this to your awareness because I want you to think about times when you're in the middle of a a really, you know, satisfying conversation with someone perhaps you're connecting at a deeper level and you experience goosebumps or chills or you have those butterflies in your stomach 
all of these little physical kind of, you know, physical feedback that our body gives us is that our body is always talking to us. It's always giving us signs, but so often we're so overstimulated by our external environments and our habits that we lose that sense. We lose, we become out of touch with our greatest superpower that each and every one of us, Mama, is born with. I mean, just think about how much time you've probably gone and researched the perfect recipe or the perfect step-by-step process to doing X, Y, and Z. And you spent all this time looking for all of these external resources for perhaps for a solution that maybe if you just embraced some silence, you could allow yourself to hear what was going to be best for you. What is that right next step for you in achieving the results and the outcomes and the goals that you want for you, for your family, for your parenting journey. Now, after all, this is called the Effortless Parenting Podcast, and you know that this podcast is really more about you than it is about parenting because everything starts with you, Mama, right? We know that our children become our mirrors, and they model exactly what they see you doing. And so how intuition really plays a role in your parenting is because so often we can default to being triggered, annoyed, or frustrated because we are dismissing our intuition, because we are giving it the hand and not tuning in to what we need. And so I invite you to consider how you can start practically, of course, a practice of silence. Now this will look very different for each and every one of you. So I am not here to prescribe a one solution meets all for everybody because we all have nuances to our personality. We have different um, needs and desires um, that really allow you to tune in to our intuition. Believe it or not, my workouts, one of the reasons I'm so motivated to move my body physically is because I am so tuned out, right? Like physically I'm moving my body and I'm following the mechanics of a workout. But for whatever reason that activates the silence of my mind and I'm able to really just not think, instead feel. And at the end of my workouts, for me, it is like my most favorite feeling state because I'm so tuned into feeling I'm so on this roller coaster of like this high of like, you know, of course, chemically with endorphins, right? That your body feels after moving your body or after sweating and, and really feeling um, that euphoric state. And of course, there will be some out here that may say, no, thank you. Don't enjoy workouts. That's fine. But for me, that's grounding, right? And every one of you is going to have a different reaction to grounding, So again, meditation or silence practice could be moments where you can tune out of the mental chatter and tune in to the feeling state, tuning in to how your body feels and allowing that to help determine the guidance that you may need for making decisions or making modifications to your routine to better support you. Another practice that really helped me, and I'll be honest, 
Am I 100% diligent with this practice? No, I did it for many years and I've fallen off the wagon. So this is a good reminder for me, making a mental note here, to embrace the five minutes of silence and the beginning of my morning. So I know a lot of us may have different routines that maybe you are awakened by your child in the morning. So you don't have the luxury of perhaps setting your alarm clock or having five minutes of silence where you're just sitting in bed and you're just looking at your ceiling. This is what I did. I I didn't put any mute. I didn't reach for my phone because I didn't want to activate that part of my brain. I really just opened my eyes and I stared at my ceiling and I just did not have an agenda. I just allowed for the chatter to come in and out and just to listen for any any voices, any messages, any signs. You know, I would often practice like a body audit where I would just assess how are my legs feeling, how are my feet feeling, kind of doing a, a, um, an audit of how I physically feel. You know, perhaps thinking about the things that are going to make up my day and do, do I really need to do that or do I want to do that or is that going to better serve me in how I am feeling today or how I want to feel today? Now you can see how this is a layered aspect to how you can use your intuition to really guide you because mama life can feel daunting, overwhelming, all-consuming, all of those things, right? But it doesn't have to be because the moment you start to honor your intuition, the moment you start to honor the signals that your body gives you in pivoting the way that you may want to take your day or the may you, the way that you may want to approach a particular, you know, um, line item on your to-do list or your task list, I think it's important to not dismiss the superpower that you already have. And so many mamas that I work with often say, Monica, I just feel so out of touch. You know, my body doesn't feel like my body. I don't feel like I'm doing this mama thing right. I feel like I'm always second guessing how to do this. And I feel like I end up comparing myself to other mamas in other circles on how they're doing things and, ex- and expecting my motherhood journey to look and feel like theirs. Mamas, welcome to episode 42 of the Effortless Parenting Podcast. Today, we are going to be covering part two of the intuition series. So if you are ready to finally tap in to your greatest superpower, then you'll want to stick around for this episode because we're going to talk about ways in which you can start to leverage your intuition. Now, I know with intuition, it feels as though this word is thrown around pretty much all the time and you take it for granted. I know I did when I entered motherhood and I really felt for a lot of, for a lot of my early years of being a mom, I felt as though I was disconnected, right? I knew that obviously physically my body was going through changes, um, but I also felt myself, you know, constantly referring to the experts and professionals on how to take care of my baby, what things to look out for. And I really started to tune out to my greatest asset, which is my intuition, really allowing myself to embrace 
that as a mama, I know what's best for my children, right? And we hear this so often, but it's so easy to not have that confidence, especially if you don't have any experience with children or babies, which in my case was very much my experience. You know, my children were my first diaper changes and a lot of firsts were experienced with my boys. And I think that this is such a common practice for us in this new parenting role. If you're a new mama, even if you're having uh, multiples, I remember with my second, I felt as though I was re-entering a new mom phase again because each child is different and that's 1000% okay. Why? Because we are individuals, right? And so I think that also kind of throws you for a loop because what worked for maybe child number one isn't necessarily what could be the most um, effective and honestly what may resonate for your second, third you know, child, right? And so today I want to kind of go deeper. Uh, part one of this series, we went um, into really kind of activating this muscle again. That's what the intuition muscle is, is, you know, it requires us to work it out, right? To build that muscle, just like the brain, we have to give it the opportunity to grow and to strengthen. And one simple way that we discussed in part one was silence. So I encourage you to go back to that episode, episode 41, where we talk about ways to incorporate more silence in order for you to start to activate that muscle, start to listen to that inner voice, to that guidance that we all have, right? But we're so often quick to dismiss, especially in parenting. I know for me, that was absolutely the case. So today I want to talk about ways in which our intuition how do we take this a step further? In essence, what this episode is about is, okay, let's say you have started to tune into the thoughts, to the conversations that you're having, um, and you are allowing yourself to have more opportunities for silence, for you to kind of unplug and allow yourself to really access the guidance that you need to make the decisions in your day-to-day life, right? I mean, just think about how often you end up defaulting to, I don't know, the the routines, the rituals, the habits that you have on a day-to-day basis, right? 95 to now, I believe the new studies are, are showing that 99% of what we do day in and day out is in essence on autopilot, right? We are naturally defaulting to what we do day in and day out. And so what, how this is relevant to intuition is that oftentimes we don't even take that extra step to even ask myself, huh, do I really want to have, I don't know, that green smoothie or lemon water today, or having a miracle morning practice or you know, whatever it is that you are have habituated in your life right now, mama, I want you to question it on a daily basis in the sense that not to add overwhelm, I get that habits are important, but to check in with your body, right? Check in with your mind and your emotional state and reevaluate whether or not certain habits are going to best support 
you to create more balance, to allow you to be in your flow state. I know for me as an overdoer and someone who really thrives in that kind of high pace environment, being really disciplined and committed, right, to, um, to my well-being, I know that I have to check myself if I'm not getting enough sleep. Do I really think a workout is going to support my greater health, right? Maybe it's sleeping in a little bit longer. Maybe it's taking it a little bit easy in the morning to compensate for the fact that perhaps I didn't have restful sleep and not making it mean anything. I think that's what gets us stuck in this sort of cycle is the judgment that comes with not accomplishing or following through on what we perceive to be non-negotiables, right? And being really rigorous with that. What our intuition allows us to do is to check in. It is our pulse check. It is allowing us to be like, hmm, is it my ego? Is it my mental state that wants me to follow through on this laundry list of things? But what about my feeling state? What about my flow state? How do I activate feeling more in harmony and in, you know, more peaceful. And I think that that was a really hard distinction as I was exploring a more intentional, uh, practice of living day and day, day in and day out. Right. And so I think for me, often I would have judgments about taking, taking it easy or slowing down or, you know, um, not following through on things. I really looked at it as, you know, being lazy or non-committed or, um, whatever it was, you know, I had stories, attachments to not performing or not following through on what I said I would do. Right. And there's a delicate balance, right? <clears throat> and only, you know, right mama, if you are maybe, using now your intuition to maybe not follow through on, you know, meal prepping, for example, let's face it, no one really likes to do that. I personally don't. I have a whole like theory on nutrition. So if that is something that you guys would want to hear, I'm thinking that maybe I do a nutritional series on just ways to really simplify health and wellness. I mean, that's part of my background and I do talk about it on the podcast, but I have a whole thing I can loop you in on, you know, kind of demystifying this whole process. I think we overcomplicate nutrition and diet and it really does not need to be that complicated. So back to what we were saying, which is, you know, it's a delicate balance between using your intuition and saying, oh, I just don't feel like it. So I'm not going to do it. And, you know, all of those things. So like only, you know, the truth, right? And honestly, the only person that gets hurt in not being truthful with that assessment of your intuition and, and more importantly, using it to help serve you and help you navigate changes that you may need to incorporate given how you are feeling at any given time. Now you may be asking, okay, Monica, this is great, but I thought this was a parenting podcast. (laughs) This is where the tricky thing happens, mamas, is that So often you're just looking for that one, two, three, easy step, you know, what can I do to support my child behaviorally? You know, it's this external desire to, you know, metaphorically put the bandaid or solve an issue that you are encountering. 
uh, with your child or perhaps something that you want to foster in your parenting, there's all this external like desires, right? And so we look for experts, which yes, I understand the irony given that my Instagram handle is called Effortless Parenting Expert. But in all transparency, that was the easiest handle that I could um, I could secure. And while I may um, call myself an expert, I do believe I am an expert because you are an expert, Mama, in your own parenting journey, okay? No one is out there anointing you as the expert of anything. So it's more about the identity, right? Embodying becoming your own expert. And that's what this podcast is really all about. Okay, so going back to deferring to experts, right? Deferring to external people to solve your problems when everything that you may be encountering right now, whether that's friction, whether that's maybe everything's gravy, everything's golden and you're flowing really well, that's amazing too. Because everything comes from the inside out, right? So how you feel on the inside, how you treat yourself, mama, right? How you support yourself first directly impacts how your parenting experience looks like. I know that's kind of like a mic drop moment because we don't often see it that way. We feel like there's this external doing, like we have to do all of these things. We have to create the right environment for our children. And don't get me wrong. That is absolutely a thing, but we are so focused outside of ourselves that we lose touch with our greatest asset, which is comes from the inside, right? We are all born with our own gifts, with our own guidance, but we've learned, we've been conditioned through time, right? Culturally to tune out to tune out of the feedback that we get, right? Like perhaps there's that icky feeling when you meet someone, right? But you're not really quite sure. So then you like convince yourself that maybe you're being like stuck up or judgmental of the other person. But no, that icky feeling you may have is like you're not really vibing with that energy. There's something else there warning you that maybe this is not a good match, right? Or maybe it's not an ideal situation, or perhaps there's this nagging thought that you have about an idea or you want to pursue something um, and it comes up randomly in conversations or, you know, a thought that just keeps reoccurring over and over again. Again, this is your intuition. This is your guidance. This is your feedback, right? And so often we just dismiss it. We're like, oh, that's silly or, oh, I'm too busy or get distracted or numb out or do all of these other behaviors, right? Because that's way easier than maybe pursuing or thinking about, hmm, what does this actually mean, right? And so our parenting is not an external job. You must first learn how to parent yourself. (laughs) You've heard this before. But conceptually, what this means is that how are you feeling? How is your day-to-day? How, are, how in touch are you with yourself, with what your needs are to feel happy, to feel whole, to feel complete, meaning fulfilled? 
you know, as moms, we're so constantly looking and rightfully so at our children's health, like how they're progressing, how they're developing, how they're feeling. And let's face it, it's a lot easier to focus outside of ourselves than inside. Because that's where all the uncomfortableness can happen. And so really this, this conversation at the root of it, it's about getting to know yourself better, right? And your intuition is that language of getting to know yourself better. It is that opportunity for you to reconnect with your soul, reconnect with your essence. And what that's going to offer you, Mama, is the ability to have an everyday mom life be more supportive of you first. Which that in and of itself will translate into more peace, more patience, more compassion for the unpredictable nature of toddlers or whatever you are in your motherhood journey in terms of how old your children are and what stage they may be going through. Now, if you're new to the podcast and this is your first episode, well, you dived into a very good one. (laughs) Definitely encourage you to go back to episode one as each episode really does build. But more importantly, you know, as a mom to two boys who are eight and almost six, can't believe it, I've been doing this for a while. And more importantly, I've been mentoring and coaching moms just like you in achieving her best version of self, which can involve her health, right? I feel like physical health is honestly the best place to start in activating intuition. So that's one avenue for you, mom, if you are I should say mama, if you are on a journey of maybe feeling better, right? I think physical feeling state, it's so much easier to do this like inner work or this sort of like deeper work um, of getting to know yourself, this self-discovery journey that I believe motherhood opens the door to experiencing for yourself. And, you know, I for me personally, physical health was like my first stepping stone, Right. I hit a wall, I hit my rock bottom, and my physical health was really um, deteriorating, even though I was on paper doing all the right things, arguably too much. I was doing triple workouts and doing all the different diet, you know, trends of vegan and plant-based and macros and counting and diet pills, and I've done everything under the sun when it came to my weight loss pretty much for over two decades. Um, And motherhood really kind of um, put all my short-term tactics to the test where it just wasn't working, right? And that was no longer sufficient. So I believe I have a a podcast episode on my transformation toward my sort of my weight loss journey and how that was really like a catalyst to uh, personal transformation, like personal development and expansion. Um, But in essence, you know, at the root of it is starting to feel better every day, right? I wanted more energy. I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to feel joy again. I wanted to feel reconnected to who I am. 
especially when you become a mom and you kind of feel kind of lost, right? There's a sort of identity crisis. So there's so much happening there, so many layers. But again, back to the, the premise of this uh, topic, which is intuition. And so, you know, physical sort of uh, changes that you can do to help you tap into your intuition it's a lot easier when you feel healthier, when you feel better, when you're rested, when you, um, you know, aren't experiencing any any health decline, right? Um, I think it's really, really important to make sure that physically you are at your best, so that the rest of these other changes, especially in parenting, uh, feel lighter and not all-consuming, right? I mean, that's really the intention. Um, behind our conversations every week. So really look to the different areas of your life to better support you. And again, could not always be physical. It could be mental or emotional. Um, it could also be this whole concept of like fulfillment. I know for me, that was a huge one. Um, for a long time, I didn't just ident- I didn't want to just identify as a mom. Um, and I had to work through some of that. But I really encourage you to look at what is the area of your life that is causing you um, the most friction towards achieving the goals and the results that you want, and more importantly, how that's impacting the way that you show up as a mom and, and in your parenting, right? Because that does transfer over, even if you try to hide it as best as you can. I was really excellent at compartmentalizing my um, my unhappiness in my early motherhood years, right? I put on a, a good face outside, right? On the outside world, I was a doting mom doing all the right things, researching Montessori, setting up all the right stuff, doing all the right classes, you know, um, preparing the right foods, like on the surface, I looked like I was just crushing this whole mom thing. But on the inside, I was the loneliest I have ever felt. I didn't know who I was becoming. I didn't recognize um, the person staring back at me, right? And so again, all of this is to say that your intuition activation sequence is going to look different than mine and maybe your bestie and other mama circles that you may be a part of. This is very much a bio-individual journey. And I really encourage that in you is not to go out and seek comparison of what someone else is doing, which is so easy in the social media landscape of things, which is why I always encourage you to really detox your feeds and just follow and see people that inspire you to go deeper, to people that motivate you in a positive way versus in a comparison or, you know, if something triggers you in some, in certain ways, obviously that's feedback, but I also think that it's important to set yourself up for success. So I know for me, like my feeds are all about neuroscience and uh, a little woo spirituality and all of the, all the good things, right? So when I go into my feeds, I really keep it high vibe. I really keep it um, 
self-motivating and out of that comparison game. So I encourage you to look at that too because that's a tricky part of motherhood too. I feel like that is where our intuition also takes a backseat because we are constantly being bombarded, uh, perhaps by well-intended advice, but you may not be needing that. And I know for me, that's the approach I take is not so much to be prescriptive, but rather to create the awareness within yourself, mama, so that you can make the right choices, that you can go deeper within to find those answers and solutions that are going to best support you without having to look over your shoulder to see what anybody else is doing, right? Because it doesn't matter, right? It does not matter. What works for you may not work for someone else. And that was an early principle I learned in my integrative nutrition days where, you know, there is a common saying, another man's food is another person's like poison, I guess. I'm probably butchering that quote. But it's true, right? What someone may think of as the most amazing thing, the other person may not. And so that's, I think, an important reminder for all of us to remember that there is no right or wrong, good or bad. Right? And our brains don't know the difference. They really don't. They believe everything that you tell it to. And so you can dismiss perhaps what um, you may believe to be right or wrong, good or bad. And instead of going into your brain or your mind, really activating your heart and that inner flow state, that inner guidance, that voice within. And I know that you've heard her voice. I know I've heard her voice many, many times. And And even in times where it was just a whisper or if it was loud in my ear and all I wanted to do was turn on music or numb out to, you know, a TV show back in the day when I watched TV, (laughs) Um, you know, I would do everything I could to distract myself from that nagging voice that change was needed. I didn't know how major of a change, (laughs) but I knew that change was coming and there was no way to avoid that. And so, mamas, we live in such interesting times. I mean, I feel very privileged and a great responsibility to really work on myself to become, you know, balanced, well-rounded, self-loving, Um, really just doing this work to honor myself completely so that I can influence my boys and they can influence those around them. And together, collectively, this is how we transform the next generation and future generations to come. Because if you haven't already felt that, there is major, major transitions and evolution that's happening in the landscape of how we live our life, how we raise our families, and how we define success. I know for me, it's more about impact than it is about income. 
That's not to say that I don't appreciate and want income in my life. Of course, abundance, prosperity, all of those are a reflection of the impact that we make onto this world, right? And the way that we create that impact is through alignment. And how do we create alignment? It's through our intuition. So that is that full circle moment of how all of this is interconnected, right? I know that our conversations may not seem on the surface to be parenting, parenting related, but they in fact are because everything starts and ends with you. Because how you do one thing, mama, is how you do every single thing in your life. And the best and most easiest way for us to feel whole, to feel happy and complete, is by honoring our intuition and really learning to activate the superpower that is a default setting that sadly, you know, has not really been something that was fostered in the way that we were conditioned and programmed and, you know, obviously all the different life stages really kind of trip up our ability to remember that we have all the answers, we have all the guidance, we just need to shut out all of the influences, all of the external noise, mute our egos, and just trust, trust that gut feeling, trust that inner voice and that guidance to show you the way, to show you the path, to clear the path for what is in your best interest. Okay, mamas, this went a lot longer than I anticipated, so I hope you've enjoyed this rabbit hole that I went through here with intuition. Definitely not my intention, but sometimes, you know, these conversations just come and they flow, and I hope this message reaches one mama out there that really needed um, this message, right? Okay. As always, I encourage you to connect with me on Instagram over at Effortless Parenting Expert. I welcome your questions, your suggestions for topics to cover. Honestly, I use Instagram and our conversations in the DMs to kind of give me a pulse check on what is most important for you so that I can support you in real time as I record these episodes pretty much when they go live um, every week. And I want to be able to be a resource for you. Um, So I appreciate you, Mama. So make sure that um, you take care of you first. And thank you so much in advance for sharing this podcast, for sharing it with a Mama Bestie and, you know, create a more conscious conversation around our parenting journeys to go beyond the children and go more within and that self-discovery journey that motherhood really does open the gateway for. All right, until next time, catch you over on another episode.